witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling salt starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Canela. Hook white crowds, smelling salt. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smell of salt. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smell of salt. Punch. Ooh, baby, you already know this is punk, drunk, boxing, aka Mr. Moonshine himself. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this side of heaven. God bless you all. Oh, yeah, baby. Boxing, boxing, damn it, I love my boxing. Yeah. Your boy, Mr. Moonshine. Your boy, a.k.a. El Adobo. A.k.a. El Sazon of the YTBC. Y'all already know, man. I seasons and I cook. Oh, yeah. I'm adding more names to the... To, I'm adding more names. <laughs> yeah. I'm adding more names. Yo. Um. I, you know what I'm listening lately? We're not listening. This, this is something that, that people always been talking about. People always alluding to. Is their frustration when it comes to the sport of boxing. It's like everybody's frustrated. Everybody all grumpy and stuff. Like, damn. Like, yo, we ain't getting the fight that we deserve, man. Yo, man. I'm telling you. Yo, when is Earl Spence going to fight Buck Crawford, yo? They always Twitter beefing, man. Huh? I want to see the fight. Yo, I ain't paying for no man fight. I ain't paying. I ain't paying, man. I ain't paying. The quality is sucks. The quality of the product is suck. Bob Aaron suck. Al Hill suck. Eddie Hearn suck. Frank Warren suck. Luther Bella suck. Everybody suck. Pause. Pause, ladies and gentlemen. Stop thinking nasty. I said pause. Imagine if somebody else was listening to the Imagine, you, you know, you know. Imagine, you know, a, a gay person was listening to that. They'd be like, oh my God, suck, suck. Uh, they, they, do he? Oh, who? Eddie? Oh, he sucks too. Uh, uh, how about who? who? Uh, um, Bobby? Oh, not that old man. Yeah. <laughs> ain't gonna be sucking. I know he don't got no teeth, but uh uh. <laughs> Al Hammond, I don't even know who he is. Dude. We're talking about Al Hammond. He sucks too. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know I mean, who he is Casper the front he goes uh, If that's who he is uh, He sucks it um, Who else uh, Who else uh, Lou DiBella uh-uh. <laughs> Frank Warren he's too old He sucks too uh-uh. <laughs> You know you never know who be listening You know you don't know who be listening Um <laughs> Shake, sir, sir, what? Pause. <laughs> I gotta stop playing. Stop, stop, stop playing. Punch. Anyway, um, yeah, so much frustration. It feels like you know. I mean, look, no disrespect, no disres- disrespect, but I do feel like, damn, yo, that boxing has the most delusional fans. It's all of sports. It's so picky, damn picky. He's one of the, you know, these bougie girls or something like that. Like never satisfied. What she got on or something like that. You know, like. Always picky, always not in a good mood, always frustrated, always this. You know what? Oh, boxing is dying, and UFC is taking over. And why can't it be like UFC? All these belts, man, all these belts, it don't mean nothing. We don't know who's champions. It's all watered down. It's everything, everything, each and every day, especially in the YTBC and the YouTube boxing community. Y'all already know, subscribe to the channel, Punch Run Boxing Channel, the best channel out there, sir and ma'am. Look, I understand. 
I understand this pe- the, the frustration of people, but you know why I understand it? And do you know why I don't agree? Because these same people, if you look around, they're only talking about like, like 10 fighters. Like if there's only 10 damn fighters in boxing, huh? They only talk about Canelo. They talk about Fury. They talk about Deontay Wilder. They talk about Anthony Joshua. They talk about Earl Spence and Bill Crawford. And they talk about Devin Haney and Tiafim Lopez, Javante Tang Davis, Ryan Garcia. And um, they talk about uh, Valdez and Burchett and, and what else? What else? And when they talk about women, it's only, they only talk about Katie Taylor, Clarissa Shields, you know, and um, Cecilia Brakis and Jessica McCaskill and Amanda Serrano. And then we're just looking at this particular of people, of boxers. And that's all. But you know what? There is more to the sport of boxing. There is more. There's phenom in the sport of boxing. You know what it is about, the, uh, about, about people? It's like we're not enjoying the journey of fighters, man. We're not enjoying the sport. We, it's like we, we look for everything, for everything to be frustrated about. We, we do everything to discredit, to devalue the damn sport and the damn fighters. And even when the fighters are fighting their fight. And even when they want to challenge themselves and do challenge themselves. And even though they out there accomplishing stuff, you want to take everything away from them. You still, they still got to prove something. They, well, who they here? Look at him. He ain't fought nobody. But he got the belt. But how did he want it? But he, 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 beat, he won it by vacant belt. It's every single time you tune in, somebody is already grumpy. And all these fans are frustrated. Boxing is a small community. Y'all know that. Boxing is a, very, is a highly small community. You know, and I got like years ago, probably like around like with 2014, I was even myself, I was 2014, 13 around that time. And I was even actually getting that type of frustrated with the point. I'm like, you know what? I didn't want to bo- watch boxing no more. They ain't going to give me nothing. You know, I'm still waiting on damn Manny Pacquiao and, and, and Flo Mayweather. They ain't giving me that, nothing. I mean, the heavyweight division is in a coma. They ain't doing nothing. Right. You know what? Then I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me pay attention to the, to, the, uh, to the young fighters because they hungry, right? They hungry. You pay attention. Sort of pay attention to the young fighters, which are the prime fighters today. Like the, the likes like Keith Thurman and Buck Crawford and Mikey Garcia, you know, Deontay Wilder, AJ and stuff like that, Gary Russell Jr. But it's so much in the sport of boxing today for anyone to say that is dead or dying. You are nuts. You're not a boxing fan. You're just not looking around. You are not looking around. Come on. Look around. Enhance your view. Spread it out. Pause. Look at the fight that we had. I'm telling y'all, look at the fight that we had. We had Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell. January, January 2nd. To actually really start the career, Tanaka, Ioka. Keenan Planet's gonna be fighting. I know it's gonna against Truex, but I know you, you but he's fighting though. Ladies and gentlemen, and we, we got Chocolatito and Estrada too. And you know where we got it? You know who's the undercard? Cecilia Breakers and Jessica McCaskill, a rematch for Undisputed. We got two rematches in the same night at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a beautiful card. We got Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchett. That's a damn good card. 
We got one of the phenom on the sport of boxing and Virgil Ortiz versus Maurice Hunker. That's a good fight. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a good fight. Who's got Boots Ennis? Another, another phenom in the sport of boxing, the what's away division. Jerome Boots Ennis versus Sergey Lipignette. That's a good fight. I know people are a little bit angry that Ryan Garcia said he want to fight Manny Pacquiao because he was calling out Javante Tank Davis, which is a big fight in the sport of boxing. Look at that. Look at lightweight division. We got Teofimo Lopez who beat Vasilo Machinko this past year. Got all the belts, which I call morally undisputed. Of course, Devin Haney got the WBC. You know, Mauricio Sudamon is, they got a whole WBC deal that, of course, I can understand why fans are frustrated with that as well. But look at the 135. Look at the 130. We got Shakur Stevenson. You could put in Javante San Davis in the 130 as well. You got Gary Russell Jr. that can move up. You got Jojo Diaz, y'all. Come on. Jamel Hearing. You still got Tevin Farmer out there. Look at 122 this past weekend with Stephen Fulton beating, beating, beating um, um, Angelo Leo. And just because Angelo Leo lost, that doesn't mean that you still keep him up there. Yeah, you, you just don't throw, throw him away. Don't throw him away. Great. Neri. Can you imagine a fight with, 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 with um, Fulton and Neri? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. 140 pounds. We got Josh Taylor. They're going to be fighting for Undisputed versus Jose Ramirez, y'all. That, this is going to happen this year. And look at the fights that I just named this past year. We got Sha Sha um, Clarissa Shield. They're going to be fighting her new in, our, in our own pay-per-view. Damn it. Woman, on go, woman moving on up. Moving on up. And yeah, we going to buy it because we support her. And we support champions. And we support great fighters. And we support our women because this is a gentleman's sport. And if this is a gentleman's sport, damn it, the gentleman got to go out there and support our ladies and support our queens. We got a man that's around that's gonna be announcing her, her um um her next fight. Seventh division world champion. The pound for pound knockout queen of boxing. She's gonna be fighting soon. And I ain't even passed the what's away division. We still got we got um 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 Chishera, they're gonna be fighting Brian. And we waiting if the Cheshire gonna be unifying also could unify. Let's see how he if he get away if he if if he um um beats his next opponent, if he go out there, and then we see an undisputed 154. So you telling me we got an undisputed. We can have a we're one, we're one fight away to certify, to certify, put it that way, because I know there's a lot of people anal out there. And what about Devin Haney? But of course, in 135, a lot of people feel like they got their undisputed, but if, if they don't feel like they got their undisputed. If they don't feel like they they got their undisputed, guess what? It's um Teofima Lopez, Devin Haney. One fight away. One fight away. 140. One fight away of undisputed. 147, of course, a lot of people, that's the that's the money division. Earl Spence, Buck Crawford. Got one of the, the, the that's that's a mega fight that the fans really want to see. That could happen. It could happen this year too. Let's see if Buck Crawford his his um his contract his contract expires October 2021. 
maybe if his, his contract expires, then he goes to the PBC and then he fights Earl Spence and that's in-house money. That could happen. Manny Pacquiao, maybe, maybe we have his farewell fight. Farewell. Maybe with Ryan Garcia, I don't know, but maybe he is. It's going to be a big year if, the, if this is the year that he retires. Or is the year that he could unify with Bud Spence? We don't know, but that's the possibility. So even the anticipation, I know that a lot of people feel frustrated about the anticipating. They're anticipating that long. We do, we do not want to wait like Manny Pacquiao and Flo Mayweather. We're not going to wait for it. I have, I have a great feeling. I have confidence that hey, we're not going to wait on, on things like that. So again, 154, one, one fight away from undisputed. In 160, the middleweight division, which I am frustrated. Not with the 160, I am frustrated, damn it. I am frustrated with the 160 because I feel like we got a great champion in Demis Andre. We got a great champion in Charlo. We got a great champion in Triple G. We got a great champion in, 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 in um, Murata. And they have great opportunities to unify. And eventually we'll see an undisputed. Maybe next year. If these guys actually fight. Then we got 168. We got Canelo Alvarez going to be fighting his, his mandatory year drum. We got Caden Platt that's going to be fighting January 30th versus Truex. But after that, Billy Joe Saunders also, they could have a unification about Cinco de Mayo, Canelo Alvarez, right? 175, we got Bavall. We got Better Beat. We got a Joe Smith of the world. We look at the heavyweight division, ladies and gentlemen. We got, and we're one fight away. We're seeing an undisputed heavyweight, ladies and gentlemen. What the, because you're talking about that, that, that the boxing is dying. What are you talking about? You should be ashamed of yourself if you think that boxing is dying. Boxing is dying. Boxing is very, very well alive and probably much alive than any other year that I could even think of. You know, I'm tired of people being so grumpy and frustrated. This is not like back in the 90s. It's not like back in the 80s with, with, with the four and the, and the, and the, and the Durang and, and, the, and the Hearns and the Leonard and the Hugglers. Like, move on, man. Yo, and they're going to be like, but it's hard to move on. No. There are great fights out there, man. There's great fights out there. Great fights. And they're happening right now. Enjoy the journey of fighters. Enjoy the journey. Stop looking at these fighters like they like pit bulls and chickens. Enjoy. It's a lot of things popping, man. I also want to share lights. I'm going to give props to these Japanese fighters, yo. I'm talking about the samurais of boxing. Naoya Inoue. Tanaka, who's that? That's my son screaming and stuff like that. God damn, you better shut your mouth, man. I'm doing a podcast right here. People don't want to listen to you scream like that. Anyway, um, we got Tanaka, Yoka, Nakatani. Nakatani, y'all. Nakatani, lightweight. That beat, feel of the day. Hope came with a beautiful comeback. Fought through with an over the bone, bro. Orbital Brown, bro. Even Eno, um, Eno Uwe, too, when he fought with a lot, I think it was a fracture over the bone versus Nonito Donaire. I'm going to tell you something about these Japanese fighters, y'all. I'm putting, I'm putting a spotlight on them. I'm definitely putting a spotlight on them. I don't know what they do in Japan, bro. I do not know what they do in Japan, but it will. Yo, these, these fighters, these fighters, yo, 
the nationality, the upbringing. I don't know what it is, but look, of course, every fighter put their life on the line for pure entertainment, for a pure entertainment, you know, and of course, to feed their family. Yo, these guys are damn dangerous, yo. I mean, these guys, their pain tolerance is all, 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 all the way up, all the way high. And, and, and I don't want to like diss any, any other nationality, but I'm just going to give you an example. When Kell Brook fought Earl Spence, over the bone broke, right? He took a knee. He took a knee. He lived to fight another day. He lived to fight another day. Mm-hmm. When Danny Dubois fought Joy Joyce and his eye fractured orbital bone, he took a knee. He lived to fight another day. Nanakatani. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nanakatani, y'all. Uh-uh. He gonna fight. He ain't taking no damn knee. Uh-uh. You gotta kill him. And I know there's a lot of warriors out there that be like, I'm willing to die in that ring. Of course, when you sign up and you step inside that ring, you know, you know that you know they, they could be some consequences, right? But some of the fighters, they know, you know, they they live to fight another day. But there's just other fighters that they don't give a damn. They will die in that ring by show. They will fight to the end by any means necessary. They don't give a damn. And they won't throw in the towel as well. The corner will not throw, not throw in the towel. You, you know what you in here for. Gotta share light to these Japanese fighters, of course, and these and on the smaller division. And I know, especially in America, that we don't we don't talk about the smaller division the way we we want to. Of course, there's not a lot of American American fighters. There's not a lot of American fighters. It's like talk, it's, it's almost like talking. It's almost like not sharing light to soccer, football in America because in reality, America's just not that good like the other ones. <laughs> no disrespect, but you know what I mean. And if we ain't that good, we ain't gonna be talking about it. But you already know, soccer is, the, is probably the number. It is the number one sport of the world. But since we're not all that great, we don't talk about it. America, I need to. America need to stop doing that. Stop being haters, because ain't nobody talking about the NFL everywhere else. <laughs> you know, we act like NFL is everything, but in reality, it's just for us. But I'm just tired of people saying that boxing is dead and boxing is dying. And of course, look, there's a lot of fights that we want to see. Yeah, we want to see Earl Spence and Bud Crawford. But you know what? I'm not here dwelling on it, bro. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I don't care. There's so much thing that's going on in the sport of boxing. I don't care. Do I want to see it? Yes. Will I pay my money? Yes. But this is not like 2015. Like when, when, when Manny Pacquiao and Flo Mayweather fall, right? And then we really didn't know where boxing was heading, right? Like this is the main fight, right? We don't know where it's heading. We don't know who's next. Again, at that time, the heavyweight division was in a coma. We don't know. They emerge, they emerge yes, uh, of Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua were just coming up. But we don't know what they, were, what they was going to be. We don't know where boxing was heading. But look at now. I'm talking about division. And look, there's, there's divisions that when I remember we were talking about the welterweight, even just a, a two years ago, even just two years ago, we talk about the welterweight division is stacked. Now we got the 168 division is stacked. We talking about even the 168, even the guys that's not champions, Rosado and Daniel Jacobs, and people could also move on from the middleweight division and, and, and challenge the guys in 168. What I was saying about the middleweight division, that, I, that this is what I was saying earlier. 
that I'm frustrated with the middleweight division because I feel like the middleweight division champions are chasing the 168, but I rather want them to fight amongst each other because a fight with Andrade versus Jamal Charlo is good. Demetrius Andrade versus Jamal Charlo is a pay-per-view fight. Triple G, Andrade. Triple G, Charlo. Andrade, Triple G. Morada, Triple G. Morada, Charlo, Morada, um, Demetrius Andrade. We also got Jaime Munguia. We could see unification battle with Bovon and Better Beef. We still got Pascal. We still got Badu Jack. And not only, not only was boxing, you, well, even when we talk about exhibition fights, even Mike Tyson came back to fight Roy Jones Jr. 1.8 million. Now, there's a lot of people also frustrated with the pay-per-views because we're paying for pay-per-view fights or they putting fights on pay-per-view that is not really pay-per-view caliber of fights or challenges. But if you respect the sport and you love the sport and you truly love these fighters and respect what these fighters do for a living, I'll pay my money. Matter of fact, I keep it real. I wasn't so interested in Javante Tang Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz. But you know what I did? And some of y'all people will be like, that's stupid. Some of y'all people will be like, you know what? That's just throwing money away. Why, why you did that? I paid for the Leo. Santa Cruz versus Javante Tang Davis. I fell asleep. I didn't. I saw the Jason Maloney fight, Inoue, and then I fell asleep. Because that was the same day. What a beautiful day it was. Because it was Chisora versus Usyk. <laughs> Naoya Inoue versus Jason Maloney And then you had You know that was, the, that was the zone ESPN card And then the pay-per-view showtime That's how boxing is very much alive That you have three Three events in one day Viewable too So you had So I paid for the fight I fell asleep But I wasn't mad that I fell asleep I still paid and I felt like, you know what? I'm paying for the fighters anyway because it's a, it's, it's, it's a pandemic. A lot of these fighters are right now taking um, pay cuts. But if I appreciate the sport and I'm going to call myself a hardcore because I'm hardcore. I love it. I love, I love fighters hardcore. Yes. So it don't hurt me putting money in their pocket. It don't hurt me. If I truly love them, like, again, y'all could say it's stupid. I, I know a lot. Most of y'all won't do it. But that's just me. That's just me. It's like, look at me right now. I'm talking about boxing. I could be right now, you know, making another baby with my wife. Hmm? I could be making love right now. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, I'm recording this right now. Recording this right now. 7 a.m. Matter of fact, it's about to be eight. It's about to be eight a.m. Then I gotta jump off the laptop because my son wanna use. <laughs> he got remote school. But I could be doing so much things right now. But I love the damn sport, and I wanna be just another instrument to uplift the sport of boxing. I think a hardcore boxing fans has a responsibility 
through their conversation and through their debating and through their um, dialogues when it comes to the sport of boxing is to uplift the sport of boxing. I'm going to tell you like this, mass media don't give a damn about the sport of boxing. That's why you don't hear it all the time. Even when I talk Max Kellerman, moved on and became a co-host to First Take, one of the tra- most traffic, probably the traffic debate shows in all America, probably in the world, I don't know. I said, yeah, Max Kellerman is a boxing guy. He's going to be talking about boxing every single day. Boxing is going to be back number one in America. Max Kellerman, you let me down. You let me down. I don't know, maybe it's that power, powers that be, but you let me down. You let me down. And this one I noticed that the YTBC is highly and very important. It's very important. I do believe that the YouTube boxing community actually keeps boxing alive because we're the one that's always talking about it. 24-7. Live shows, debate, and creating content. And if a lot of people is doing it, we're doing it, we're doing 24-7, and they're doing a hell of a job, because I, 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 I shout out everybody. I, I, you know, I'm giving everybody props that do their thing, unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. Not every, not, not, not these mass media could cover a lot of these boxers, which is a world sport. So it gives these type of platforms like the YouTube boxing community and it gives these content, boxing content creators to share light. It's another channel with another, a, 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 another avenue to market these fighters, to advertise these fighters. In the sport of boxing, we throw our, our veterans away as well. Like in other sports, we understand that veterans are important. You need that veteran for that young fighter, for that young, for that young um, you know, teammate when it comes to NBA or football. You need that veteran also to be in the ring with these young fighters. Like, for example, I would like to see Danny Sul Garcia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia versus another Philadelphia fighter in Boots Ennis. He's young, and, and, and Danny Sol Garcia is in his prime right now, in the back end of his prime, back end of his prime. He's still in his prime. Give a shot to a guy like to, 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 um, um, Danny Garcia. I mean, give a shot to Boots Ennis. There's so much fights and so much opportunities out there, young fighters and women boxing. Again, like I said earlier, we got Jessica McCaskill, which I consider fight of the year. Fight of the year. With Teofimo Lopez, 23 years old, I am telling you the future is good. Look at the big, fight, big fights. We're talking about that lightweight. We're talking about 22, 23-year-old. That means we're good. We're good, man. So I think that we need to really re-examine ourselves as hardcore boxing fans. If you're frustrated and you think that this is dying, that I just don't think that you're looking at everything in the sport of boxing. And with these fighters, these like these middleweight, the middleweight champions that's chasing 168 or chasing Canelo. The only reason why I see the frustration is because I feel like they're holding their legacy back for Canelo. Canelo is a four-division world champion. Y'all already know. Canelo was the cash cow of boxing. Canelo Alvarez could retire right now. He could retire, he could retire, retire right now. And he's a walking Hall of Famer. So I don't want these fighters. I want these fighters to create their own legacy. And if you want Canelo Alvarez, you create a great legacy to match it in the negotiation table. And then, you know, put it in the table, negotiate with Canelo Alvarez and be like, yeah, I want those two titles too. 
Yeah, yeah, you got three titles. Yeah, yeah, I want that. I want that. You got to entice Canelo Alvarez, but with hardware and accomplishment, Canelo Alvarez, four division world champion, going to be fighting year drum, February. Going to be fighting in Secret of Mayo, probably Billy Joe Saunders. He signed a two-fight deal with Matchroom, Eddie Hearn. Canelo Alvarez, the cash cow of boxing, the guy that's sleeping in silk sheets. Potentially could be having four fights in the span of 12 months because he just had in December beating Callum Smith. Fighting Yerdrum, that's two. Cinco de Mayo, that's three. And then September and Mexican Independence Day, that's four fights in the span of 12 months. And we're talking about Canelo Alvarez in his prime, 30 years old. Cash cow still working like a, like a workhorse. And then there's people out there. I got I got I got a shot. I I I really got to expose. I got to expose these bitter bitter channels and bitter fans and people that want to capitalize and create narratives and stuff like that. You know, trying to create narratives against Canelo Alvarez and because and Teofimo Lopez because there's people out there that create narrative they're not the right skin complexion or the right race and look everybody can have everybody could be pro whatever man everybody could be pro black pro Latino pro UK pro Asian that's all good but I don't like when you're trying to shame one race to uplift yours and I think that's insecurities in my opinion that's insecurities and we haven't that a lot in the YTBC we haven't that a lot and if you go check my videos out there, you know, man, I, I did I did a YTBC Presents Race War. And a lot of people. There's a lot of people, whoa, punch what you're doing. There's a lot of people that, that relate to it. There's a lot of people that acknowledged it. There's a lot of people that, that actually agree with me. And then there's those that didn't agree with me. They thought that I was trying to shortchange another another race or or dismiss another race. And no, I was trying to I was just trying to make it clear, like, yo, everybody could be pro. But stop dissing Latin fighters to uplift your black fighter, so to say, for example. Stop uplifting the UK fighter to, to shame the American fighters. You don't have to do it. You could respect the American fighter, but, but, be, but you could be biased to, to your UK because, of course, you, you, you're going to go for the guys, your, your countrymen. You're going to go for, for the fighter of your race. I can understand that. Some people just like, they go for skills. Some people have a connection and their heart goes with the guy that's, you know, look like them and their own race. And at the end of the day, in my opinion, man, we're one race. We're one race. Brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of the most high. But I understand in society, everything is division. Everybody, everything is separate. I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Um, but... It's a lot of good fights, man. Um, I know people still clammy. Lately, you saw the Twitter war. You saw the Twitter war with Earl Spence and Buck Crawford. And I'm like, uh, all right. Yeah, I, don't have, I mean, I really don't care about the fight. I think yeah, they should just, just stop talking about it, man. You feel me? Just stop talking about it. Like, damn, really? Come on, guys. <laughs> Um, you had, hold on, let me get my, so I could tell y'all what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, where's my damn phone? Where I put my phone at? Is it here? There you go. So let me tell you what Buck Crawford said. Um, so Buck Crawford 
and Earl Spence was going back and forth. And I'm just going to put this one because, of course, there was people tweeting back and forth. But Earl Spence tweeted, all those accomplishments with no names, people won't remember. He's talking about Bud. Bud replied to him, one name they going to remember is Earl Spence ducking Crawford. That's going to stay with you your whole lifetime. You're still good, though. <sighs> Look, you know what I'm going to tell you, folks? Because a lot of people want to argue about the 60-40, 70-30, who's going to get paid more. Look, I'm going to tell you like this, man. Don't nobody, no fans, no fans know exactly how much these fighters get paid. What you see is not how much they really get paid. What's reported is not how much they really get paid. In reality, it's really none of your business how much they get paid because I know it's none of my business how you get paid. You know, us people. But you know what bothers me? And I'm telling you, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm saying about these frustrated, frustrated fans. You, it's like you talk about that is per, oh, a person that doesn't, doesn't deserve this money, doesn't deserve that. I remember that Sean Porter, you know, was willing to fight Bill Crawford and and Bob Arum, the promo, the top ranked promo, um, um, promoter um, of Bill Crawford, saying one million dollars for Sean Porter to fight Bill Crawford. And he's like, one million dollars? Are you talking about one million dollars, man? I made that um, fighting fighting my last fight, fighting for Miller. I made more money. And then there's people out there that are saying, but come on, Sean Porter. What you think you're worth more than that? You're not worth more than that, Sean Porter. Like, really, what you're going to do? That's what you're going to do. And I'm saying in my mind, like, yo, really? Really? In the real in the real world, in the real world, if Sean Porter tells you, and you're a regular person, if he tells you, because it seems like all these fans want these guys to take a pay cut for their own pure, pure selfishness, right? Right? But okay, let's keep it like that. So how about if Sean Porter or any of these fighters will come to your job and tell you, hey, 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 you, you know what? How about you take a pay cut? You get how much you're going to pay? $25 an hour. How about you take a little pay cut, right? And let this other guy right here that don't got a job, you know, um, take a pay cut, get paid, you know, $12.50 an hour. So this other person could walk right back in and then he he could pick, get paid $12.50 an hour and at least he got a job. You're going to look at Sean Porter like he's stupid. You're going to be like, you know, I got to feed my family just like he got to feed his. I got to pay my bills just like, just like he got to pay his. I got to maintain my home just like he got to maintain his. Like, who are you to dictate how much a brother or any other fighter is worth? Who are you? How dare you dictate or even utter what you think they are worth? Then there are people out there that are going to be like, oh, well, he didn't get this much. Why is he asking for this? He didn't get it the last time. It doesn't matter. Do you know something about the sport of boxing is? You don't know what's in the pot. There is particularly events that there's investors and ad advertisers and things and sponsors or whatever you want to call it. You know, it depends what's in the pot. Now, every event is the pot, the, the, the money in the pot may not be there. That's why a lot of these promoters seek other countries, Saudi Arabia, whatever, who's going to, who, you know, who's going to pick up the fight or whatever, who want to invest in it. And we understand. We understand. Um, For example. Look, we, we, we want our fighters to be compensated real well, right? As a hardcore boxing fan, as a, a person that love fighters and respect fighters. 
because I know the nature of the sport. I want them to be compensated very, very well. Thus, the Hal Hamas of the world that won't let his fighters get jerked. But there's fans that don't care. I cannot love a sport and not care. I got to understand it. I don't have to be happy about it, but I have to understand it. I have to learn to understand why things are. This is why I say respect the journey. You might not like the fight now, but you do not know what is gonna be what's gonna be the future of it? Like you might not like Canelo versus Year Gym now, but maybe, but but he's already working out a deal to fight Billy Joe Saunders in May. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like enjoy the journey, man. Stop micromanaging everybody. You won't like if somebody micromanage your life, telling you what to do, how to approach certain things. If you because you think you know, you don't know. We need to stop talking like we know, especially when it comes to the sport of boxing and when it comes to the finances. We got to stop acting like you don't know nothing, bro. You don't know nothing. If a guy don't want to take a pay cut, then he doesn't want to take a pay cut. But guess what? You know why? Because I don't want to take a pay cut in my life either. And you shouldn't either. You know you don't want to take a pay cut. So why are you trusting fighters to take a pay cut? Why are you trusting fighters to take this amount that you know what? That if you don't want to take it, he don't want to take it. He's the, remember guys, this is a life, a death sport. You're risking your life. This is not basketball. This is boxing. Have confidence that these fighters, especially the leaders like Canelo Alvarez, he's doing the right thing. Uplift the guys that's actually doing the right thing. Hold them to the standard because they are the standard. But if you're saying Canelo Alvarez ain't doing nothing, if you're saying Tiafima Lopez is not doing nothing, then these other guys that haven't accomplished anything, they're going to be like, man, F the belts because Tiafima Lopez got all the belts and he's hating. They say he, he, he didn't accomplish anything. Imagine what they think about me. Imagine, why would I fight for the fans if you don't respect the, if you don't respect the fighters that's actually accomplishing the most? It sends a bad message. That's what you got Ryan Garcia saying, I don't, care, I don't care about the belts. I mean, he see what, what Tiafim Lopez is getting, so why should he care about the belts? You don't respect it. Then they don't want respect it. You got to feel satisfied for certain things, man. Be content. Oh, you the paying customer. Enjoy the journey. The road doesn't end in their next fight. But that's really what I got to say. I love the sport of boxing. I think the boxing is very much alive. I think we just need to stop being bitter. Stop being frustrated. Boxing is good in all divisions. Even in women boxing, the exciting. Let's enjoy the journey. Let's enjoy these phenols. Let's enjoy the growth. It's a process. Y'all already know, subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Get my updated videos. I love y'all. God bless. And on to the next, to the next episode. Check me out. Um, you could you could donate to the channel. You could donate to Punch Run Boxing, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Punch Drunk. Um, you could get your gear, um, punch drunk sweater, punch drunk t-shirts, um, fight plus a vibe equal shoot champion t-shirt is out. Um, God first, everything, um, uh, God first, everything second t-shirt is out. Um, so 
Go get your stuff, man. Go support your boy. Support your boy. Again, I love y'all. Again, this is the Smelling Salt Podcast. And I might change the name to just Punch Run Boxing. Um, you know, you know, I probably just called it the the the, the Smelly Salt Edition in particular, but Support the cause, support the movement. I do this for these fighters, man, just to create another platform for the fighters that, you know, for the sport that I love. All right, so God bless you, man. Check you out on the next.